First responders have just knocked on your door and ordered you to bug out and bug out now, and you have a four-year-old. You grab your bug-out bag. You grab your four-year-old's bug-out bag. What's in a four-year-old's bug-out bag? We're going to talk about that right after this. Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, continuing in the series of Moms with Babies. We started actually with the pregnant mom, then we carried over to the mom with the newborn or infant. Today, we're going to talk about mom with a toddler. A toddler essentially is a young child that is between the age of about 18 months to two years. And a young child is considered three to five years old. So we're going to talk about the special needs and the special unique things that must be done when you're caring for a small child, and particularly when you're prepping for a child or have to bug out with that child. In fact, there's so much information about this topic that I'm actually going to divide it into two parts. The first part I'm going to discuss today, and that is the actual physical things that need to be be in your child's bug out bag. I'm going to be referencing some things that I've read from a really fascinating writer named Tara Dodrell. She is an author of some really interesting survival prep books and also has contributed to this website called the survivalsullivan.com. Really fascinating and very, very informed. Even she is referencing another interesting prepper lady named Charlotte Mason. So I'm going to paraphrase some of what I've read and share that with you. I found it really fascinating. I'm really going to concentrate right now on the actual physical items that need to be in a bug out bag for a toddler or a very young child. And I'm going to go through this list pretty quickly, but I will include the list in the show notes. This episode is sponsored by ProLine Digital Group. Do you have a business, a church, or an organization that needs an app? ProLine Digital Group. They can design logos for your company. They can help you start a podcast and provide artwork. They can build, maintain, and host your website, ProLine Digital Group. They can also assist with digital marketing. They have lead generation. This will bring more leads for your product or service. Are you self-employed? For example, are you a landscaper, a painter, a roofer, a builder, a real estate agent? Or are you a representative for a corporation? ProLine Digital Group. Check them out. They're linked on our website and the show notes. Okay. It's a basically 25 items or groups of items. So don't feel like you have to write this down right now. I am going to go through them and briefly discuss where needed. Okay. Number one, diapers or extra underwear. Number two, wipes, wet wipes. Number three, no spill sippy cups, usually a couple of those. Number four, formula or juice boxes or bottled water. And remember, bottled water is for the older toddler, not for an infant. Number five, food like protein-rich snacks, nuts and seeds and that sort of thing. And a morale booster sweet snack, some sort of a treat that a child would enjoy. Also, band-aids. Antiseptic cream. Number eight, specifically burn cream. Number nine, Four changes of clothes. You can expect some accidents to happen even if your child is three to four years old. Number 10, a small blanket. 
11. A spare pair of sturdy and waterproof boots or walking shoes. Number 12. A jacket. Number 13. Gloves. 14. Socks. Insulated socks if it's fall, winter, or early spring. Very, very cool weather. Number 15. Thermal underwear. That includes top and bottom. Long sleeves, long leg. Number 16. An emergency thermal blanket. 17. A toboggan, preferably one with the ear flaps. Number 18. A scarf. Not the cute crocheted one that grandmother made, but a thick lined or at least a flannel fabric scarf. Number 19. Fever reducer, some sort of pain reliever, probably in a liquid or very small tablet form. Number 20. Antibacterial lotion. 21. Tissues, Kleenex, that sort of thing. 22. Hand warmers and foot warmers. You can actually cut these smaller for smaller little hands and feet. Number 23. Identification documents. The birth certificate, the photo of the child with the parents, the names and addresses of nearby relatives or close friends. Number 24. Medical documents detailing any medical conditions or allergies the child has, any medication the child is taking, and the child's medical history. And number 25, a special toy or at least a duplicate of it, something that you know will bring comfort to the child. Because you've got to realize that if you're bugging out with a toddler or a young child, you're going to face a lot of interesting challenges. And what we're trying to talk about here is before the bug out order comes, before the disaster strikes, before the crisis hits, you actually have an opportunity to begin training your young child, your toddler, in the ways of being a prepper that's age appropriate. Because the last thing any parent needs when they're bugging out into an unknown situation is a whining, spoiled, cranky, grumpy, frightened, and complaining little kid. You need to begin some, let's call it disaster training without actually saying those words to your child, but help teach that toddler, help teach that young child what it means to use a flashlight when the lights go out. You can actually practice that at home anytime. What it means to have to eat food that you've stored. Maybe you put some little oatmeal packets away and then you decide you're going to have that oatmeal packet and you teach them and show them that we can take this out of our food stores and make this, maybe even on an off-grid situation, make that oatmeal, let's say, not in the microwave. Why don't you make it out there on your camp stove or your grill? Let them see that there are other ways to prepare a hot meal other than coming out of the oven in your house. Also, teach the toddler to learn how to read a map. You can actually make a map of your own yard. You can make a map of your house. You can help teach them how to read that map and to find things. You could even hide a special treat or a toy out in the backyard somewhere and create a map so that they can learn how to follow to find that. Believe it or not, this kind of training is something that does help them think. It helps them become creative. It also helps them feel like they've been empowered to be able to handle something on their own. You may even find that you can teach them to follow this map without you hovering over them. Stay at the back door or where you can see them and let them go in this map area on their own to try to find something. That's good training. 
Also, you can let them help you grow things like the vegetables in the garden or herbs. They can be responsible for watering. They can be responsible for planting a seed. What you're trying to do is help this toddler understand that there are things that they can do that are helpful. Now, when it comes to bugging out or a disaster, there's really no training for that in real time. So you may have to prepare that bug out bag for your toddler and just explain to them that if you're away from home or if you have to leave and you need certain treats or certain medicines, that this bag that this child will be able to carry, which would be sized for them, they're not expected to carry an adult bug out bag. They need to carry a small child's bug out bag. But in there, you know, what if you're out and suddenly your child needs a Band-Aid, you can reach into that bug out bag and get that Band-Aid and that wound cleanser. And you can explain to them that this is the reason we carry these things with us so that when something happens, we have what we need. And so essentially being able to have the products and the items that one would need certainly does help. A child, of course, can still be very frightened and uncertain in a frightening and uncertain situation, just like the parents can be frightened and uncertain. But this is where a parent, you must take control. You must take control of your emotions. And if you are in a for real bug out situation where you've had that knock on the door and the first responder man or woman that's standing on your porch is explained to you what has happened that it, that is causing you to have to leave and you have to leave right now then you know you have a plan to fall back on. You grab your bag, you grab your child, you make sure everything is safe before you leave your home and you go. And you have your plan of where you are going to go once you realize what the danger is. Is it an impending flood? Is it a wildfire? Is it a chemical spill at a nearby rail yard? Whatever it needs to be, you, the prepper, have got a plan. And you're going to implement your plan and you're going to remain calm and you're going to keep your child as calm as you possibly can. Perhaps the training that you do now will certainly help keep them from crying and questioning and worrying. They'll just simply have trust in you and they'll have trust in the things that you have trained them for. I realize there's a limit to what a toddler can be able to do, but you may be surprised at just how helpful and how smart and creative a toddler can be. It's amazing what some three and four and five-year-olds can think up to do and ways that they can help. And who knows, you may have more than just that toddler on hand. You may also have a newborn to take with you. Your toddler could actually be a lot of help in a case like that. So just think about that for a moment, mom or dad or both. There's a knock at your door. The authorities are out there and they're ordering you for your own safety that you must leave, and you have to leave now. You grab your bug-out bag, you grab your toddler, your toddler's bug-out bag, and you go. And why do you go? You go because you're prepared and you have a plan. Because stuff happens. Stay prepared. And we'll see you next time. You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. You can email us at info at practicalprepping.info. And our website is practicalprepping.info. And remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.